We're good. You got your coffee? I do, mate. I do. Was it black? Yeah. Mr. Tickle. Oh, I like that mug. I went I went iced. Ooh. Ooh. I wanted to be a fancy white bitch, so I went I went iced. Nice. A little bit of a nice coffee. Yeah, yeah dude. I picked it. up I picked well, up this mug from a uh from a what's it called? What do they call them here? Op shops. Oh, like a charity shop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For like fifty cents. Because I wanted like a mug that I needed a wider mug for my AeroPress. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm you can like, you can bougie. fucking like pick up because you're bougie. Yeah, my AeroPress, bro. Oh, I, I want one of those espresso ones, don't I? Like, yeah, that'd um, be sick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to invest in one because I've said I was gonna buy myself one for about, well, fuck, what am I? Many maybe years. About, maybe about six years. Um. But like when I moved into my flat, um, like I got myself a, an espresso machine. Mm-hmm. They were pretty, pretty good, man. Like, and we lived, I don't know, maybe ten minutes walk from a, an espresso shop, so I can go get it from like, you know, the horses. Yeah. Off. Um, so maybe, maybe it's. Uh, and then I gave it me mum when she moved house. So maybe it's a tradition now. I've got to get a coffee machine every time I move. Yeah. Just like she move get- house every six months, so I can get a. So I can get a new coffee machine. Oh yeah. Or, or, fully commit and get one plumbed in. Can you do that? Yeah. Oh, stop. So it'd be like, yeah, no. So you proper like cafe style where you just have it plumbed in. You just leave it on the whole time. So it's all like the boiler's always hot, steam's always always ready to go. And then yeah. But I mean, the the Alecky bill on that must be. Fucking oh shit. yeah, oh yeah. It's not. It's excessive. But, <laughs> like, but be can it sick. make me a coffee at five o'clock in the morning? If Mate, it's ready to go, it, I'll get it. It's, it's fucking ready to go. Oh. When I, yeah, when I worked in the in the coffee shop, they just left the machines on all the time, like never oh. to turn them off. So we'd walk in at like. I don't know, fucking like quarter to six in the morning to get set up and the machines would be warm and it'd be oh. fucking freezing and you just sat you'd just be sat there like cuddling the machine. Oh. Oh. That's the good stuff, man. Yeah, mate. Yeah, man. The good stuff. Nah, I'll be on this fucking iced hype, man. Like maybe like my dinner time fucking coffee, like in the middle of the day, if mm. I'm like working from home or whatever, like yeah. I don't know, I've just been on a Fucking ice hype. Oh mate, they're good oh, ass. That. What did we get? What did we get the other day? Oh the Sprover Ice, mate. Sprover Ice. That's fucking that was good, man. Yeah, that dude. kept me going. That kept me alive for the next like couple of athletes that came in or something. Dude, they're that so was, good. Uh, just an espresso on a uh, couple of ice cubes. Mate, mm-hmm. it was dirty. It was good. Mate, that's what are you doing over there? Oh, is it feet? It's feedback. Yeah, she's in the uh, she's in the dirty washing. Um, all right, welcome. What's up? I guess I guess people need to know who you are, apart from uh, Mister Yeti himself. Uh yeah, um, yeah, dude. I don't know. My name's Jonathan, <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> My name's Jonathan. I probably drink too much coffee. Yeah, uh, we all do. Yeah. 
don't know, mate. What? I'm an American. <laughs> uh, who's not lived there for like nine years. So, I mean, it's pretty fucked. Like, yeah, we we had this conversation, right? And I actually had this conversation with like an athlete who's he's from fucking um, uh, Liverpool, so like <clears throat> half an hour, forty minutes from me. Yeah, and like we were speaking about, like obviously the UK has gone into fucking lockdown too. Yeah, it's like the fucking sequel to to the lockdown. Like, yeah. Everywhere's buggered, man. So like we're we're in the we're in the best place. So yeah, I can't dude, really... We really, yeah. I was on a um a Zoom conference with like my family on my mom's side this morning, and uh, yeah, man, they're all just talking about the uh, oh the elections coming, this that, ooh, 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 and I'm just over here like, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, we're on lockdown. Halloween was really weird, and I was like. I mean, Halloween wasn't really a thing here, but like, yeah, I don't know what you're on about with this lockdown. <laughs> We've been sweet as for like months now. Yeah, it's it, they they've done they've done real well, <clears throat> right? Seriously well, but I think it does help that they've only got like 25 people in the country. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Um, you're just like, yeah, you can almost just tell people by name, just like be like, all right, we got this pandemic. Yeah. All right, Steve, Dave, Jerry. Diane, Catherine, you guys just stay home. And there's like, I right, got it. All right, cool. <laughs> no, no problem. Sick uh, me. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Um, oh, she's now rolling in my sweaty t-shirt. Nice. You know, cats love me. What can I say? Um, you got a pretty, uh, pretty interesting sort of training background. And I like it because you're a bit of a like, sort of like fitness nomad. Yeah. We kind of like have a dabble with everything and kind of like reminds me. (laughs) Kind of like what? Reminds me of me because I'm just like, oh, that sounds like a really bad idea. Let's go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But fucking um, explain, explain some of that. Oh, fuck. Like from the beginning? Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know. Why not? Ah, oh, mate. Started off with a pair of 10 pound, pound because America. They haven't yep. caught up with the, uh, the rest of the world yet. 10 pound dumbbells in my room when I was like 12 or some shit. Nice. Yeah, probably not that young, but like you get my drift. Uh, wanted to get into weights just, just for the fun of it. Lifting things seems like seemed like a fun idea and um yeah started with that um cut to high school started playing american football um used the gym there it was part of our like we had our own period in the gym uh just for a bit of weights it was very like our coach would give us like a, this is what today's day is train any exercise that works this muscle. And he'd be like, Oh, today's back day. Today's leg day. Today's chest day. Today's arms day. Ultimately what it came down to was we did bench every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
bench yeah. and um I don't know, like bench. I mean, it wasn't actually bench every day, but like if we didn't know what to do or didn't want to do, it was on the uh, it was on the thing you bench. Yeah. Um, there was no technical instruction at all. Like I saw some atrocious things go down in that gym, and it was <laughs> hilarious. I can remember one of the one of the guys, Savin, Alex Savin, man. He was an animal in himself. He went to max out a squat yeah. and he's got the bar on his back and he's fucking, he's gone down. He's trying to stand up out of the squat. He lets go of the bar, pushes himself up <laughs> off the safeties. <laughs> and he grabs the bar again and stands up. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh man, I'd forgotten about that. Jesus, that was like all of us were just like, "Dude, what did you just do?" And he was just like, "Grind, let go, push up on the safeties, grab the bar again, like nothing happened." Like, what the fuck was on the bar? Like, I couldn't imagine doing that if I was like maxing out a squat. Yeah, like if I tried that, like you got to remember, we were like. We're like 14, 15 at this point. Ah, okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Like, yeah, so like, he's probably got like 60 kilos on the bar or something like that. <laughs> and it was just, just a little bit too heavy, so he just used his arms. Nice. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, did that, played American football. Didn't really like American football, it was all right. It was fun, like just, I don't know. Like I liked the sort of, um, I played sort of all over the field. I played running back when I was injured, uh, strong safety, free safety. Um, honestly, some of the best parts of it were when we do like passing and um, passing and cover drills with, uh, with like the um, safeties. And it was literally just like one person would be the runner, one person would be the receiver, one person would be the the safety, and you just have to beat the shit out of your friend. <laughs> like you'd get like the coach would just chuck the ball, and you would just chase down your friend to either intercept it or absolutely level him when he catches it. <laughs> and like that was the best part, man. Like playing in the games was was all right. But, like, the best part was just, like, basically the backyard bullshit that you choose to do anyway. We did yeah, yeah, it in practice because, you know, it was, it was skills. A bit, of, a bit of murder ball. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Fuck me, I got savage. No, it was good times. But, yeah, so stop playing American football. Um, oh, off-season, I ran track as well. So that was you were probably the most running. Yeah. Oh, I only did short events. The no. entirety of my track day added up to 400 meters. So, like, you know, I did three events and it took, and it was 400 meters. So, like, I was all right. But, um, got no endurance, no stamina, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, uh, then sacked off high school sports. 
got a gym membership. As I got my license, I could drive, so I could drive myself to the gym. And me and a couple of mates just got gym memberships. So we were there in the evenings, just doing whatever. Hmm. Again, no real programming at this point. Just it's arm day, it's back day, hmm. push day, it's pull day, depending on what we want to do. Um, there's this typical like young kids group of like two to four. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just doing bullshit. Yeah. No, it was um yeah, everyone starts somewhere, right? And that's how you start the start the path. Um yeah, straining in the gym. Went to college in the States. Still just training. One of the uh oh man. Um one of the coaches there was like he literally like it was um throwing, so track and field again but field events mm. and uh he uh, the way he drafted his athletes was literally like if you saw someone walking around campus who looked like they'd been in a gym before you'd just go hey you look like you've been in a gym before and he's just like uh yeah and he's just like you want to try uh throwing and no one knew what he's talking about he's like yeah yeah, yeah. Just come out, give it a try. It'll be fun. And so you're there. No idea what he's talking about. Don't know what hammer is. You know what discus and shot put are, but like you really don't know how to do them. And he's like, ah, yeah. And you can throw a javelin. It's like a spear. And you're like, all right, I'm in. And uh, yeah, and that's how he drafted athletes. And that was actually my first sort of introduction to Olympic weightlifting. Again. No technical instruction. He just wanted us to get strong. So developed a lot of bad habits. Yeah. Chip bars, metal plates. Like it was not a good training facility. But you know, it was fun. Met some cool people. What uni was it? Oh, that was um Cuyamaca College in Rancho San Diego, mate. San Diego. Yeah. And uh yeah. Then after that, went to university in England, went to Bath. Um, proper strength gym, started to pick up weightlifting a bit, got some proper coaching. And uh, yeah, man, was a weightlifter well, probably, for a while. Probably a bit of ruggers though, eh? Oh, yeah, true, true. Before I went to the UK, study properly, um, played a bit of ruggy, ruggy. Ruggie? Ruggers in the States um, for a club called Ombak, which was, you know, States was clubs were few and far between and being in San Diego you get all like the Pacific Islander military families coming through. So there's me wanting to learn how to play rugby and a bunch of fucking Samoa. <laughs> and I was just like, so I'll be second team, yeah? And they're just like, yeah, probably. <laughs> like cool yeah and so that was like really jumping into the deep end and it was like it was a good group of guys good experience but like it wasn't a good team to start out learning how to play rugby on for me anyway and then yeah went to england weightlifting and then on my placement year uh, i started playing rugby in bradford on avon for their club that was a good group of guys, man. It was a lot more social, 
still competitive, but still like uh, it was just uh, my England was the place to learn how to play rugby, not <laughs> well, in America. Invented it, right? Yeah, like not in America, where like the only people who play are people who have already been playing or are like ridiculously passionate about it and already very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But England, where it's just a bunch of dudes who like remember playing school and are like, oh yeah, like you know, mid late twenty, mid late twenties, mid late thirties, just fucking whoever decides to show up. Yeah, just a bunch of dudes who are like, oh, yeah, that was fun. I'll give that a go again. Yeah, man, that was fun. But uh, yeah, played a bit of rugby. Dabbled in other sports just for fun. Did a bit of rowing. Um, did competitive trampolining. That was a good laugh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but ultimately, oh, did a powerlifting competition because the powerlifters were like, hey, you're kind of strong. You yeah, yeah, you could bench. Yeah, I was only doing dumbbells at the time, and they were like, damn. And I was like, what? It was like, you should be a powerlifter. And I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> so I tried, I, yeah, I tried that for a season. Did the whole like fully programmed everything. Um, strength, hypertrophy block, strength block. Peaking, peaking sucks. Would not recommend. Yeah. Um, especially like on top of uni work. It was, it was a lot. And I ended up actually not really doing a lot of my peaking block just because like oh like a lot of it was during exams and if i went in went to the gym peaking block i was just done i couldn't revise and ultimately like university like that's the priority is um the actual studying so that i didn't drop out um yeah so kind of just did that got my exams out of the way had a real quick peak and then uh went in did a bit of a yolo competition it was fun what would you total man what'd you total the first uh first pile of the mid oh six ten i think i remember it was what correctly hold on let me let me just do some math if i can remember what i actually totaled oh what did you what was your spd uh, two ten, one sixty-seven or one seventy, and two thirty-five. So what's that add yeah, up to? That's that's one one season of one season of powerlifting. Not really doing your peak. Oh man, it's too much. I was spending like <laughs> I was like twelve to fifteen hours a day on campus in the library being an absolute shut-in and then uh, came out shit now i gotta like prepare for the like i honestly like i was i'd signed up as a 105 yeah at like about 100 kilos and during exams when i when i get stressed i lose weight yeah. i'd nearly drop to a 94 i was like 94 and a half kilos and i was like shit I've dropped almost an entire weight class. What did Instead you do? Trying... Did you just like fucking stuff your face or? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get back up to like above a hundred kilos. 
And uh, in how long? For, oh man, I don't know. Like a month. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. dude. I, I had a fair amount of time. I thought you. I thought you were going to turn around and say like I don't know, like a week. <laughs> no, I still didn't make it though. I weighed in just under like ninety eight point nine or something like that. No, ninety eight point eight or something like that. But uh, yeah, like it was a good time. So ninety, uh, basically ninety nine kegs. Yeah. Of two ten, one seventy. And then what? Two thirty-five. Two thirty-five. Ninety-nine kegs. Yeah. Do it. That's nearly. Oh no! It would have been one eighty, one eighty-eight bench double body weight. Man, that's what I wanted. One eighty-eight. Yeah, I'd love. I'd love a double body weight bench. Later, when I actually peaked, peaked. I was just training regularly, and then I got sort of to the end of my bench program. And I was like, oh, Archie, hey. <laughs> the kitty. No, oh, Archie, come here. Ah, look at him. What's up, dude? Whoa. Do you want to you wanna hang out? Two dudes and a kitty. No, oh, Archie. Yeah, mate. But, um, shit, what were they doing? Uh, when you got to end, you're peeking on your bench oh yeah yeah and then I was just like oh should I just YOLO YOLO max or do a um, do a small peaking block and again uni took over peaking block lasted an extra few weeks because I just could never make sessions mm-hmm. um, and then did I wanted I wanted 182 and a half it was 400 pounds mm-hmm. so pretty sweet number um ended up 175 and a half moved real well but blew my wad on 175 tried 180 unracked it my friends got extra spotters stop, stop doing this cat is like scratching his collar on my laptop there you go <laughs> i've moved your collar you're fine um but yeah uh went over got loaded the bar got spotters and you know weights on the bar you can't just not do it at that point. So I tried it, came out like I felt it before I got down on the bench. I was like, shit, I'm tapped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, got down. My mate handed it out to me, and I was just like, ah, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> brought it down, brought it down fine, paused it, got it off my chest, got to my sticking point, and I just knew it wasn't going to go. And I was just like, nah, guys. Yeah. Sorry about it. Just just know though, right? Like yeah. sometimes you just fucking know. Like as soon as you unrack it, it's like, well, this ain't coming back up. No. If I take you this down, it, you're like, shit, this is way heavier than I expected. Yeah. And I expected it to be heavy. Oh dear. The best is on a back squat when you <laughs> when you do that, you unrack it, you're like, fuck. If I take this down, it's not coming back up. Yeah. Oh dear. What's um? I've got. Oh, oh. What about weightlifting? Oh, what about weightlifting? It's way Are better you... than powerlifting. So you like it? You like it more, right? Oh, you can't. You can't eat that. 
yeah, like it's definitely. hard to be able to it's hard to be able to compare them. Um, I think you can jump between the two. I think um, there is there is benefit from going from weightlifting and doing a powerlifting. Oh, I think I don't so. want to. I don't want to say block, but like, you know what I mean. Like, start yeah. training that a little bit more seriously. Yeah, like if you're injured and you can't do dynamic movement, just do a just do a squat and uh, squat and pull cycle. Yeah, like uh, strength is never a weakness, right? Mister Smelly Bell himself. Yeah, man. Mark Bell. Like it's 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 fucking true and like. Weightlifters don't want to bench because they don't want their chest to get too tight. But I'm like, you just bench close grip. Yeah. I don't mean this fucking uh, hands together nonsense that you see the bodybuilders do, like literally shoulders, um, shoulder distance. Um, and it's only going to help your overhead. But like, what? why do you like weightlifting more than powerlifting, in your opinion? I like the technical challenge. I like... Like with powerlifting, it was very much, I mean, not very much, but like you could be strong and that was enough. Mm. Like, I mean, obviously with any lift, if you get a lift and everything is in the right place, it feels awesome. Mm. But I think it's much more pronounced in weight. Mm. Like if you just, in, like with a squat or a pull or like a bench, when everything sort of the stars align and you get that perfect, perfect bar path and everything's just like, oh, your body's sat in the right place and it feels awesome. But with weightlifting, when you get that bar path and you hit that clean or that snatch and everything just sinks properly, it's just like, oh. Oh, the fucking, like a perfect snatch. Yeah, mate. In both senses of the word is yeah. the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's uh, fucking catching it. Like, not knowing whether you're going to be able to get underneath that bar when you put your on the bar and then you lift it to your knee. You do the first pull. You're like, holy fuck, this feels heavy. And then yeah. you just explode for your second pull and then just pray to God you get underneath the fucking bar and you're like slammed in the bottom. Your bollocks are basically on the fucking floor. You're sat on your Achilles, but your arms are locked out and you're just like, Okay, and just yeah. stand it up. Oh, yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. Oh, my kitty's come back. Come on, then. Just cleaning. Oh, it's the fucking best feeling in the world. Same with like a jerk. I'd say like clean, not so much, but like you stand it up right out the at the bottom of the clean. You're like, okay, I've just got to fucking jump and punch myself underneath this bar. Yeah, and then just hope to the heavens that the uh, lifting gods. And the stars align that yeah. I managed to get a uh, a good lift. Fucking catching no. it. Yeah. Oh. No, so see, I I I disagree with you on that. Like, I I think I get that feeling most getting under a clean. Yeah. I think I think for me, I get that feeling most on the catch of both a clean and a snatch. It's when everything's gone well and you just end up. Under the bar, oh fee! <laughs> the kid is joined. Yeah. Under the bar, yeah. You just end up under the bar, and everything's gone well. And instead of it feeling hard, and you'd be like, "Oh God, that was such an effort." Like when you like when you end up in a snatch, and you end up overhead, and you're just like, 
you just it just sinks and you're just like yeah I, how'd that yeah. go so well yeah. or like same thing with a clean like you get your pull right get your elbows under and it just it just like everything just goes right and you just sort of you end up with the ball on your shoulders and you're just there like oh sweet <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like when you get like when you when you you catch it in a in an overhead squat and the snatch and stand it up, yeah. it's more satisfying. You're like, oh my god, I yeah. just hit a fucking beautiful snatch. But like yeah. doing a clean or a clean and jerk, you just feel like a fucking badass. Like yeah. taking that bar, getting underneath it, standing it up, and then smacking it above your head, and then just literally dropping it. Yeah, it's basically like fucking um, gladiator, where it's just yeah. like, are you not entertained? Yeah. Oh. oh. Fuck it, good fun, man. Like being able to just and the Harry Bowls between sets, like that mm. always makes things better. Mm. It does. It does. The, uh, the, be- the best part, not having to do things for time, setting the clock, and fuck that, mate. I've never done things for time. No, I'm for quality. Sprinting. For quality. Yeah. I mean, sprinting was basically the only thing I did for time fuck me man like i was i was known for not being quick i think I, <laughs> I like it was silly man like i would fucking put some effort in and try and move as quick as i could and everyone would just be like alex fucking sprint next time i'm like mate i'm absolutely gunning it here and like nah i can't do anything but i was a swimmer wasn't I? and then i fucking played yeah. a bit of rugby and like I was notorious in the pool as well because I never used to kick my legs. Yeah, I literally looked like, like, like fucking. I didn't have any legs. You might as well have like took them off me. Yeah, when I was like uh, swimming because I was basically just all arms. Yeah, and then uh, obviously he'd take me out of there, put me on land, and was like, "I want you to run after this ball." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll give it a go." I'll give it a go. Yeah, um, I was like, "Okay, Alex, next Boy. time." Hit anything that moves. It's all right. Nah, fucking IWF is pretty fucked, man. Dude, yeah, like I don't know the ins and outs of it, but shit, man. There is this is not good. It's it's like, fucked because like it's the only like you you made a really good point the other week, right? It was it's the only weight based Olympic sport. Yeah, like it's the only um, Olympic standard sport that you can do within like a gym setting yeah you know what i mean and like it fucking helps every other spot like you touched a, like a little bit on the states right you kind of yeah granted there was no no techers involved but it was just like oh we're gonna do some power stuff some power movements like power yeah. stats, power clean whatever to improve uh, american football to improve fucking normal football to improve tennis or whatever like it fucking transfers over yeah, yeah, like it's still seen as that weird cousin that yeah. sits in the corner and people don't really know what to do or how how to do it. Yeah, I would fucking hope like they bring it in the UK, man, with um, with like academies and mm. even in like high schools. Like, high school will take them a while; they don't really have any funding. But yeah, I really hope it gets a little bit more popular. But it starts with the fucking IWS pulling their finger out. Yeah. yeah. But not even just just the IWF, but like 
obviously, again, not super involved in it. But British weightlifting has been like not send like I was telling you about my coach trying to get some funding to the uh, Southwest, mm. trying to like even just set up a competition mm. just because like they got what like like almost they probably got like 10, 10 athletes in just that area who went to the British mm. who compete Commonwealth like. Mm. They're not like like there's a there's a high density of athletes there and like British weightlifting just isn't chucking any funding their way. Mm. They're not they're not sending them any competitions, making it really difficult for them to actually put their name down because like weightlifting is not a high like high income sport. You don't get paid to do it. Yeah. And then like when you got people who are like you got to travel cross country, you got to take time off work, like. That's love of the sport, man. You're not doing it for any sort of financial gain. You're just doing it to be competitive. Mm. And, like, you want a bit of give and take in a sport like that. Like, mm. like I, if you make it, if you make it uh, too hard to be part of a sport, people are going to start not being part of it. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. And we've actually got some, like, fucking high-level lifters in the UK. Oh, like yeah. some incredible fucking lifters, yet like yeah. they don't get the spotlight they deserve. Yeah. And um I don't know, it's a shame. Like uh maybe you know, Sarah's put in a, a a big shift. I mean she definitely has, yeah. Um of trying to trying to cause a little bit of change and be a catalyst and I hope I hope people start listening. Um like yeah, man, like, fucking hell, there's some incredible lifters. And mm-hmm. I just hope, I hope it can whittle down to, like, I, ho- I hope they can get the jobs to whittle down yeah. to academies and schools and whatnot. And maybe, like, bring in external coaches or just external lifters, maybe as a volunteer basis, maybe as, like, minimum or maybe it's like you know hopefully fucking pay them the big bucks um to go into schools you know what i mean and kind of like yeah. oh but that's the like, thing though like you say like pay them the big bucks this is another thing this with like the iwf some of these guys are getting paid tens of thousands of pounds to show up to like five meetings yeah 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 like how fucked is that yeah like they're yes. getting paid an annual wage to have their name on a committee and just be like, uh, yeah, weightlifting's cool. Like, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, like, why does that, like, I think, I think Sarah actually touched on this on her last sort of, like, post thing was, like, why is so much money being pumped into this committee where almost no one's an athlete? Mm. Like, like the sport is about passion of the of like the sport and like put money back into the sport like you don't need like the committee should be about like they making weightlifting better mm. not just like being there for like i don't know yeah like it's... i mean fucking even even in other sports right that athletes make their money from the sponsorships Allow yeah. the sponsorships to end up bringing the money to to the sport. 
but like yeah. try and like internalize the the cycle of finances and then you know the grassroots for me anyway like grassroots is always the way forward yeah like in any sport if you want to increase its participation increase its like global market or whatever fucking investing in the grass grassroots is always the way to do it like rather than just like messing around with one or two athletes who are the epitome of their sport who yeah. are only going to be there for the next two years like get allow kids to fucking like participate in it and start plowing money in that way and like having these facilities and and you know and allowing current gb like whether they're british fucking scottish whatever or like from the continent in europe allowing them to fucking go to those um institutes and then like coaching through the next yeah. generation mate i bet they would fucking lap it up like yeah they they they, they try and do it on the whole instagram and they're creating their own separate companies and i know uh jack and jack and sarah when they were at, uh ran wisdom for weightlifting i don't know who runs it anymore but like that was doing really well yeah. um i can't remember the gym is it built differently i'm gonna like try and give it a google give it a little google yeah i think it's built differently yeah it's built differently jim i know it's in london oh who's the bloke i can't remember his name gower dreads he's doing really well um kairis is that how you say his name kairis speed Kairis speed oh, i apologize if i've if i've fucking butchered his name um k dot speed he, he puts out some incredible stuff. I actually saw him at Lower, uh, London Olympic Weightlifting Academy, which is a great gym. Um, I saw him fucking years ago. First time I ever went to a uh, lifting uh, meet and competed. Yeah. I was just, I was, I think, I think my coach at the time was just like, uh, there's this thing coming up in like two weeks. Do you want to do it? And I, I think I was in the north and it was in the south. And I was just like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I came back down, had a little dabble with it, just had fun. Literally just picked up a bar and was like, oh, what, what do I feel like lifting today? Mm. Like, what can I lift today? Um, and yeah, and I remember him being there. Anyway, like those people like have to, it's a shame because they've have to be, go, go their, their own route. Yeah. To be able to give back to the spot. You know what I mean? Like trying to create their own, yeah, I'm not saying any, anything bad about creating your own business and whatnot, but if we fucking had more money in creating, you know, a space, a leisure centre, a performance centre, rather than it just being at university, allowing high school kids to then mess around with it. And then yeah. hopefully, like, more, more ladies will, will, will be into lifting weights and the stigma will be, you know, cracked and all that sort of shit. Yeah. But, hey... We're just a couple of dudes with a couple of kitties and a couple of coffees. Yeah, mate. You know, but put the world to rights, mate. Oh, I think my cat's literally gone to sleep standing up right next to my laptop. <laughs> oh, no, no, she's awake. She's awake. <laughs> she, heard, she heard me talking about her. Uh, nah, man, like fucking Ollie lifting, mate. Like, if it, oh, fuck, it could be a base for all the performance for all sports. And, like, yeah if you actually even just the power movements 
She's yeah. changed now. She's sat on my phone. Hello, you. Um, even just the power movements. Never mind the fucking um, full movements. Never even even jerks. Never mind jerks. We'll just say power clean, power snatch. Yeah. Fuck me, man. Like the level of athletes you'll end up breeding will be huge. Like you see it on like the Mate. All Blacks, right? You yeah. see it on their fucking YouTube channel or their whatever, and they're there power cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, they're the epitome of of union. Yeah. It's it's not the best attackers, but you know they're they're rugby players, not fucking weightlifters. Yeah. But like, doesn't don't you think that should spark some sort of reform of like, oh, these are world champions for the past like ten years, have dominated fucking every team they've gone gone against. Oh, yeah. and they're doing these things they're called Olympic weightlifting. What's that? I'm like, oh, maybe maybe but we it's should not start even. Doing- yeah, it's not even just like all blacks or anything like that. Like it's not even just rugby. Like you just look on like you just see on Instagram, you just see like random American footballers and just random like sprinters with like filthy strong power cleans. Like no techers whatsoever, but you're just like, how have you done that? Yeah, there's like fucking uh American football is a great example, man. Um, of like you, you get fucking 16, 15 year olds, everyone's there hyping him up, but he just yeah. comes and power cleans 180. You're like, what the fuck? And you're just like, um, uh, you know, that's a sport in itself, yeah, and you do quite well in it, yeah. And it's just like, they're just like, oh no, it's an accessory for my sport. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, oh. it's yeah. fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy, but ah, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't know. I'm not balls deep in the, in the whole legislation. I don't know like how to how to start it, but you know, more conversation around it. Oh. What's your what's your favorite? Snatch or clean or jerk? Uh, or snatch, clean or jerk? Clean. Easy. Excuse me. Can I have this piece know, of paper? You know, mate. I'm not my snatch is not tidy. My snatch <laughs> needs some work. Yeah, it's it's not the prettiest. Nah, mate, it's it's power and nothing, and it's thank God for shoulder strength, basically. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah. um, what what's your best strict press? Oh, I mean, like did one twelve back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's filthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My snatch was basically like, I can pull it high enough, and I can hold it at the top. So that's about that's about it. Oh dear, I can pull it high enough. I can just press it. Yeah. Although you'll get three red lights. Good training, PR though. Yeah, mate. Muscles all day, every day. Yeah, fucking hell. (laughs) An upright row into a wide grip strict strict press. Yeah, but like, fuck man, there's a freak, absolute animal. But you said, um, you hit two. Well, in fact, I'll just pose the question. So, obviously, one seventy five was your biggest bench, one twelve is your biggest, um, overhead press, strict press, military yeah. press, barbell press, whatever you want to fucking call it. Same yeah. shit, um. Do you think there's some correlation there? Oh, definitely. Like, what like, would you say is like the best 
Um, how did you how did you build your bench rather than just uh, I benched and I got a program? Yeah, dude. Honestly, like that was one of the thing with like training with a lot of the power lifters. Like they couldn't figure bench out. Yeah, and like obviously I'm no fucking professional. I just had a large bench, but like I would say I attribute the base of my bench. Like obviously to get better at benching, you got to bench. Mm. But I'd say for my bench, like I mean, yeah, to get better at benching, you need to bench. But to start getting better at benching, you need a good base. Yeah, and like I'd say like dumbbell bench. And loads of like, I don't know, just like loads of like tricep shit, man. Oh, <laughs> she sat on my paper. <laughs> loads of triceps. Yeah, like, 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 e- even with my press, like, when I competed in powerlifting, I was I was a black sheep. Like, I I didn't have the widest, widest grip on bench. I squatted high bar. Mm. I did a clean pull because I didn't know how to deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was a... Is a at the shrug at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count. Why not? Because you, you did this weird pull at the top. And I was like, oh, my bad. No, um, but yeah, no, I, I think... Also, pull-ups, man. Pull-ups are... Pull-ups helped my bench. Like, yep. Just have it like for me. Like, I don't use much leg drive. Uh, obviously, like I wasn't the lightest dude there, but I'd say, like, there's people who are really like have really sort of aggressive um, movement off their chest. Mm. But for me, I think I was just sort of like my focus was very much on like stability mm. so like i could control it i could control the descent i didn't i didn't have like i had a real soft pause so just like just on the chest not like not unloading the weight onto your chest just sort of like comes down brushes your chest and then for me at that point all the tension was there like and then you just just basically drive it off your chest and a lot of that came from strong triceps uh good core stability strong lats and i mean obviously like pretty strong chest mm, yeah for sure now but, but yeah. that's literally like you said three things there right with the base for the for the overhead press you yeah. need some sort of base yeah, that's obviously through the shoulder joint, and then, then also yeah. um, scaps as well. You can argue, yeah, a oh, strong man. back. Yeah, and with with your like shoulder strength, man, shoulder health is like my bench used to hurt. Like before I learned how to bench, I was just like, oh, you know, typical like bro bench, five by yeah. five, mad cow, that sort of thing. Yeah, and um, like didn't have really good techers, and I would just bench and do like other like strength shoulder things mm. but it's it's the little things that actually keep you healthy and actually mean that you can continue training as opposed to like oh it's going all right it's starting to get heavy and i'm injured it's it's actually taking care of like your joints and the smaller muscles mm. 
to make sure that you don't hurt yourself or your lifts don't continuously hurt you. Cause like if you're training and it hurts, it's just not fun. Nah, for sure. But and you're yeah. going to end up running the risk of an overuse. So, yeah. You know, people think an injury has to be right away. Yeah. And it's like, nah, fuck that. Like, yeah. It could, you know, shit you're doing right now that you do every week could end up yeah. fucking you up in 20 years' time. Mm. And that's because you're not doing it right now. But yeah, yeah, man, like a big, a strong pull, so a big back or a strong back, like foundation through the shoulder joint. And then also triceps, man. Like, I literally say, well, you know, I say those three things, but yeah, it helps. It helps coming from a from another from another lady. Uh, Damn it! Like and fucking true, core. Core is one of the things that I think fucking everyone overlooks, man. Like, yeah. core is the thing that you don't want to do at the end of your session. Yeah, I mean, but like. When people think core, right, they think like fucking crunches. They'll think like maybe, you know, shit like that. You know, let's get the bricks popping. But they don't think about the isometric stuff. They don't think about the the fucking holds, the pile-off presses, the back extension, the the rotation shit, the suitcase carries. Like the fucking boring, boring core. Yeah. Like everyone likes getting a little ab pump. Makes them look like they've got abs. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Maybe. Abs are um, overrated, man. It's all about the power belly. It's all about the power belly, mate. Yeah, mate. It's got to be thick enough to hold you in place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Chunk is strong, right? Chunk is strong. Chunk is strong. Isn't that right, Phoenix? She's looking at my uh, my headphones like uh, she wants to play. She's going to end up swiping them out of my ears in a minute. Um, all right. I found some quick fire questions. Oh, yeah. You like your quick-fire questions? Yeah, so let's go for it. Favorite meal? Favorite meal? Ooh. Fuck me, man. Pizza. No, wait. Favorite meal, like, oh, carne asada fries. Shout out Sarita's in Rancho San Diego. Nice. No, no, sorry, not Rancho San Diego. Casa de Oro. Yeah, either. No. Macho's, Rancho San Diego. Macho's taco shop. Bottom of avocado. You're in San Diego. Look them up. Also, Sarita's, Casa de Oro. Macho's for the breakfast burritos and carne asada fries with bacon. Sarita's for the surf and turf burrito and the Sarita's fries. Mexican food, mate. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to lie. I understood. Fuck all of that. But That's right. If it's good food, I'm there. Yeah, dude. Period. It's... It is like the ultimate dirty bulk. Oh, yeah, baby. It's so good. There is only way to bulk, and that is absolutely backyard filthy. Yeah. Um, favorite exercise? Favorite exercise? Dude, uh, right now, I'm liking squats. Squats are going well. Squats I'm are kind of fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Back. Hmm? Back squat, overhead. Oh, back. Definitely yeah. back. Um, morning or night person? Oh, is that the stuff? Mate, is that fries fries. On it too? Mate, dude, it's 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 a bed of fries with um carne asada, which is like seasoned thin cut steak oh. and like sour cream, chipotle sauce, 
guacamole, bacon, prawns. Oh, mate. Fuck yes. My man. That's so good. God and damn cheese, it. obviously. Got to have the cheese. I mean, you got to put cheese on everything. Yeah. There you go. There's a there's my, my machos hash brown burrito. Oh. Got you some sausage, bacon, egg, hash browns, refried beans. Yeah, man. It's a real slutty, just fucking breakfast burrito. So good. Everyone loves a good slutty burrito, right? Oh, mate. The best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because we're only talking about food. There is no euphemism. No euphemism, man. What fucking that? love it. Nah, good food man, is all I'd you say, need. Right now, I'd fucking go back to California for some Mexican food, mate. Like when this I whole pandemic take, was... What? I'd take that flight. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, I don't want to go back there and live, but fuck me, man. I'd go back for some Mexican food. Oh, yeah. That's got to be the next... Um, um, like, boys night. It's got to be Mexican. Down. Oh yeah, dude. What down. did we do last time? Oh, we did burgers, didn't we? Homemade burgers. We did burgers. My man. Um, are you a morning or night person? Morning. Yeah, you're definitely not night. Uh, no. Are you no. Good? I'm tired. <laughs> no, mate. If I'm, yeah. If I'm home, I tend to stay home. Yeah. If I've got plans to go out. I try, but like, if I'm home. It's going to be TV, food, I don't know, video games if I'm feeling, feeling particularly naughty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm a fucker because as soon as I eat, I get into a coma. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, don't feed me a big meal if you want me to go out. Give me a yeah. snack so I'm not hungry. But... Oh, but it's, it's lifters in general, though, isn't it? Like, oh, for sure, man. Like, oh, why are you going to stay in? I don't know. I've spent all week working and training, and now I'm knackered. Why would I want to go out? My body like, hurts. Give me fucking Harry Potter and some food. <laughs> and and some Harry Potter. And some Harry, Harry Potter and Harry Potter, mate. That's all you need. Yeah, dude. Oh. What? Oh, fucking on the topic of Harry Potter. What's your favorite movie? Not favorite Harry Potter. Movie. Mean... Oh, fuck me. Favorite movie? Dude, I don't know. Nothing's actually coming to mind. What, what genre do you usually watch? What's your goal to? Oh, bit of, I don't know. mood. I'm pretty, uh, pretty diverse. Um, Are you a horror guy? No, not really. Not sure. not <laughs> I, I, have moments. I have my moments. Like, I do like a good horror movie. I read more, I, well, not really horror, but thrillers. I read right. more thrillers than I actually watch, which is sometimes worse. Because it means you just really get in your head. Like, what you're watching doesn't scare you because you're like, like, when you're watching something, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Mm. But when you're reading, it's all in your fucking head. And, yeah, I've had a few times where, like, you'd be reading something and you're like, cool, well, I'm not going to sleep now. Sick. I mean, I'm yeah. just going to put this out there into the universe, right? If you like horror films, you're a fucking freak. Yeah, you're a bit weird. Ah. I'm the type of come home and I'll be like with a box of tissues with a rom-com or a Disney movie rather yeah. than a fucking horror film nah the only oh no nah, you can't even 
Well, I've watched a couple in my time, but that's literally it. The Wicker Man <clears> fucked <throat> me up something rotten, mate. Like, I've watched both of them now. Like, the new yeah. one and the old one. And fuck me, the old one absolutely did me. Yeah. Like, it's, it's more freaky. It's not scary. It's just fucking freaky. Yeah. And the worst is, seen... like, go on. No, I was going to say, have you seen the new Ouija? Nah, fuck that. I don't watch that shit. Mate, mate, it was fucked up. It was... I, like, I don't I... mess around with that bullshit either. Nah. 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 It was, um... I was, it was when I was back in the States, and I think it was fucking New Year's, like a few years ago. And we like, you know, we weren't going to go out because, you know, whatever. I think we went out for like a few beers and then went at home. And we're like, oh, we're going to watch some movies. Mm. And then like a couple of the other people that I was with were just like, fuck, yeah, let's watch a horror movie. And then I was just there like, what? <laughs> so we, we ended up watching Ouija. And it was me being a bitch with a blanket in the corner, like, uh, yeah, I'm watching this. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was just like, I'm about to shit my pants. I'm going to, I'm going to hide for a little bit. And then everyone was like, Oh my God, that was scary. And I was like, yeah, it was, yeah I bet it was. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. scared before it got scary. So. Nah, fuck. I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. But nah, not for me. Um, what we're up to? Oh, Not you didn't favorite. give me a favorite movie. No, I didn't. Ah, oh, favorite movie. Fucking Lion King, man. Uh, you cannot have you seen be. The new one. No, I've not seen what the live anime, the live action one. Live action. Yeah, another one where like everything looks real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've not I, seen. It. I enjoyed it, man. I'll give it a watch. I'm not, I'm not like. I'm not like a film Nazi, you know what I mean? I'm not a massive yeah. film critic. Like, I'll enjoy it for what it is. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Um, nah, it, it was it was good. I think Beyonce is in it. I think she's one of the characters. Um, favorite book? Favorite book? Oh, mate. All right, so I'm going to go with two. And they're both not single books so they're both series either red rising uh pierce brown Mm. sick would recommend sci-fi or Mm. the entire extended series of the dark tower by stephen king so that's including not just the dark tower books but all of the other supplemental books where he sort of like brings the dark tower world into his other books is that that's been made into a film recently right yeah with yeah. Idris Elba yeah yeah we watched that yeah no I've not seen the film because I'm still working on the series yeah fair enough fair mm. enough like I don't know you, you just explain it's a pretty like vast fucking series I don't think a, a, like a 90 minute movie is going to give it credit you know what I mean no no well, like he set out, like he set out writing it the same way, like Tolkien wrote uh, Lord of the Rings. Like he wanted to make it into an epic, and like with Tolkien, there's obviously the Lord of the Rings, but then there's the Hobbit and like other books which reference that world. Mm. So Stephen King's done the same thing, and I, when I first started reading uh, the Dark Tower series, I didn't realize that, so I just started reading the books. But then, like, 
read a little bit into it and like he reads some of his like ep- excerpts and like his backgrounds and stuff mm. and there's a lot of other like background information like backstories to characters in like you'd have like a um like a secondary character like a supporting character in dark tower that basically have their own book oh shit yeah, well, not basically have their own book, but are like a main idea or a main focus in another book. So, yeah, I'm trying to sort of catch up with all the other stuff. So, yeah, those I two. Like Dark Tower series, Red Rising. Nice. Um, three things you'd say to a young lifter. Also, someone who wanted to get into the gym. Um, three things. Um, everyone started somewhere. Don't be self-conscious about trying things. Uh, don't neglect your recovery. Because that's, that's one thing that people don't tell you about when you start going to the gym. You're just like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, put in the time, and you get big and strong. Hmm. No one goes to the gym. Everyone figures out injuries later in the gym. Everyone, everyone goes to the gym, and then in like a year or two in, you're going to be like, why does this always hurt? Mm-hmm. Why does this feel real shit? And you're like, then the more you get into it, you're like, oh, I should have been stretching and, you know, actually taking care of my body all those years. But yeah, yeah for sure. don't neglect your recovery. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't neglect your recovery. Don't let anything sort of intimidate you or whatever. Like, big thing is just to get in and give it a go and like sort of seek guidance where needed. Third thing, I don't know, man, just enjoy it. Like, at the end of the day, if you don't enjoy something, you're not going to go back to it. It's the difference between people who are in the gym as a means to an end and a mean and an end in itself. Mm. Like, like we don't go to the gym because for the aesthetic or we want a certain image, we go to the gym because we want to do weightlifting. Mm. The gym is an end in itself. Like, yeah. That's those are the people who are going to stay in the gym. If you go to the gym, cause you're like, Oh, like fair enough. Like if you go to the gym because you're like, oh, I want to put on muscle, I want to be big and like whatever, or like I want to be strong. That's I mean, fair enough. You got a goal. Everyone's got to have goals. But if that's the only reason you go because of an I another idea, it won't last. I think mm. you need to really do what you need to do. You need to do what you enjoy, and that will keep you going. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you have a morning routine or an anchor for your day? Do you have something that you have to do each day? For no, you? not. A, I mean, I do. This is loose at the moment. It's just like get up, food, chill out for a bit, food, coffee, chill out, and then like just start working. Um, I don't have a really strong one at the minute, but it's definitely something that 
I really believe in. Mm. Like, especially like when I was studying or when I was working, I like I functioned on a routine. Like, mm. I like that's how I'd organize my time. Like, I on any given day. At any time of the day, I could basically tell you what I was doing. Like, not on that day, but, like, you'd say, like, oh, what would you be doing at this point in the day? And I could tell you what I was eating, what I was going to eat, what I was doing, what project I was working on, what lecture I'd be in. Like, that's sort of how I thrive. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really rate a routine. Yeah, I'm the same, man. Like, I've had periods where I've literally given myself, I've timed it for the to the five minutes. Mm. And like, I kind of seem like a fucking dickhead because I'm like, I, I need to be here on my head somewhere else. But, like, if you're spinning so many plates and doing so much at once, like, that's something that you need to do. And, like, yeah. you, you and I are someone that fucking prioritise training because it's not only for your physical, but it's also for upstairs too. And it's like... You know, I, you have to be like that so to be able to get into the gym. So yeah, you know, yeah, routine routine does well for me. What about uh, least favorite exercise? What do you fucking hate doing? Least favorite exercise. Does cardio count? Does that count? Yeah, we can count that. I um, appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, but it's just so fucking boring. Inside the gym inside the gym like if you're gonna i don't know like if you uh, it's like shit cardio like if you're gonna hop on a bike for like half an hour like i'd rather yeah. go out and be on an actual bike yeah. if you're gonna run i'd rather go in a field and do sprints and chuck a ball around mm. like i i really hate that just like continuous repetitive cardio mm. it's just so boring um, man. i feel like, like doing it's like 15 reps. Just get bored. 15 reps is too much, man. <laughs> well, you get bored. Yeah. Um, describe yourself in five words. Oh, mate. Damn. That caught me off guard. I've been, yeah, so, like, as you know, like, I've been trying to do my CV. Yeah. And fuck me, I'm bad at talking about myself. Like the more I've done, like the more I've gotten into my CV, like the more I get into it, I'm just like, shit, would I even hire me? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, fuck. Um, but uh, five, five words, five words. Uh, I don't know. I like to think I'm relatively respectful. Respect's a, th- respect's a pretty big thing for me. Uh, Probably a little bit like, especially at the moment, probably a bit too casual. Taking things a bit, bit, bit too casual. Ultimately ambitious and motivated, though. Mm. I got things I want to get done. Uh, I don't know, man. Damn, is that three? Got two more. Yeah, one or two more. Hmm. I can be a bit uh, 
bit of a perfectionist to the point where you actually get nothing, actually achieve nothing. You spend too much, yeah, obsessive. You can spend too much time trying to focus on something and trying to trying to get it exactly right. And yeah, one of my one of my professors at uni, he actually when we were doing our um like our dissertation and our FYPs and our, like a lot of our design projects, one hit one of one of his like big points of advice was I guess like he's preaching to a bunch of engineers or a bunch of perfectionists who need to get everything just so. And he said, you need to learn to accept good enough and like done is better. Like sort of, what was it? It's like, you need to learn to accept good enough and stop chasing perfection because sometimes done is better than nothing. And like, it was just like the people, he was talking to like the people who would, like especially for like our dissertations, we'd have a three month project, three to five month project, 50 page write up. And like, you can go through picking and picking and picking, but at the end of the day, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Mm. And It'll never be perfect. Perfection is just an idea and it's not an actual thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's true, man. Well, dear, like, it kind of leads perfectly onto like, the next question, which is like, what would you say? Like, you don't have to put the ribbon on one thing, but what would you say would was like your biggest life lesson biggest life lesson yeah not in the gym like well it can be the gym like whatever in life biggest life lesson um like experience or the lesson itself um, the lesson itself, like I've got a next one, which kind of, kind of marries up with it is like a the quote lesson. you live by. All right. A quote I live by. So like you can kind of, you can kind of put them both together if you wish, but, um, like the actual I'd, lesson, the actual lesson, mm. I'd say the actual lesson is never underestimate anything. Nice. So I guess you could call that a quote. Mm. Um, yeah, like nothing is ever beneath you. And so no, don't ever assume anything is going to be easy. Fuck, because it ain't. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hell no. No. Don't ever go into anything small, large. Just assuming it's just going to happen. Don't take anything mm. for granted. For sure. Like, who would you say is the most influential person you've met? Like, actually met? No, never mind, like, you know, a quote you've heard from fucking, I don't know, Lincoln or whatever. Who you've actually met? Inf- ah, there's a fly. You got to get one of the cats. They'll get it. No, um, 
most influential person I've actually met. God damn. In your life. In my life. Like, obviously the most influential in your life, but you have to have met him. I'd honestly have to say my dad. Yeah, man. Like, like my dad's my dad's pushed me a lot of my life, and in some instances, it's been not taken very well, because mm. you know you're a teenager and you're like you've got full control of your life and you know exactly what you're doing. Mm. But I don't know, like my dad's always been like a good um, like reality check, I guess. Yeah. And he's always sort of like at my best interest. He's, he's fucking smashed it at life. Like he, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's got a pretty sick existence. Like he's not done anything. Like he's not like, he's not going to be like, down in history he's not gonna be one of the great saviors of our generation or anything like that but like i don't know man like if i can make an impact on a big scale i'm cool with that like that'd be fucking that'd be that'd be pretty sick mm. but at the end of the day i just want to build my own little piece of paradise and i feel like i feel Fuck like my yeah, dad's man. yeah i feel like my dad's done that and he's done it pretty well Despite his flaws, he's got, he's he's got there. He's made it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and that's sort of, yeah, bit of life experience. My dad always says, regardless of what happens, he's he's running out, of, running at a solid eight out of ten. And I guess, like, I guess that's that that that's just kind of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know, and it's not success it's not monetary it's not um like extrinsic or anything like that it's just get to the end of it and just be like yeah it's, it's gone well yeah 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 like ultimately that's it ultimately like judging your success by yourself just looking back and going, yeah, that was good. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Doesn't matter how the world views what you've done. I mean, obviously, don't go on like fucking homicidal, like killing spree because that's not cool. But like, mm. at the end of the day, how you feel about what you've done—that's that's what matters. For sure, man. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, so if people wanted to fucking find you, um, where would you send them? Oh, I don't know. Instagram, probably. I don't have too many. I mean, you can look me up on LinkedIn for a job. Link on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to offer me a job. No, I've just been like, like with my CVs and shit, I've just been like revamping my LinkedIn, trying to make myself look presentable. Can't decide whether to put a link to it on my CV. I don't know if that's done. I don't know. Like it's the techno, like technological age, but I like a classic CV. Yeah. But um, Instagram, peanut butter John boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna look at it. <laughs> yeah. Peanut butter John boy. 
All one J-O- word. J-O-N-B-O-I. Yeah. John No H, boy with an I. Fuck with that peanut butter, man. <laughs> oh, man. Crunchy Always or smooth? Crunchy. Always oh. crunchy, man. Hey, I don't give a shit, man. Like, I'm a peanut butter whore. I'll have it all, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, like, you, crunch. usually for me, I've got to chew it. Otherwise, I'll just swallow it. I won't actually taste it. I'm like a right fiend, man. It's like I'm like a crack addict when it comes to peanut butter, mate. I love a bit of peanut butter. Peanut butter. Fuck, man. What was that? Meridian. We had a Meridian uh, Mm. in the UK. Yeah, yeah. No, I've had that. Or have you ever had um, nuts and more? No. It's, It's actually like protein peanut butter, right? But bear, bear with me. Like, it's basically, you know, they take out all the shit and fucking add some good stuff and whatever. It's from the States. And yeah. they, they did an almond butter with cinnamon and raisin. And it was fucking addictive. Like, that, and then there was also a peanut butter one with salted caramel. Oh, dirty. And, like, per, what was it? Per tablespoon which is roughly like 20 grams. Yeah. You got like 11, 11 grams of fat and about 14 grams of protein, which is like, how the fuck can you do that? And it tasted like liquid love. Mate, it was, it was something naughty. You know, not, no, not I, some more. Oh. Yeah. You know where I used to get my peanut butter in the UK? Where? My protein, man. Oh, One kilo tubs. Yeah. Yeah, just get like... You, you know what I really like in a peanut butter? When it says ingredients and it says peanuts. peanuts yeah. And that's fucking it. Like, there was... Yeah. And that was it. My protein peanut butter. I'd, I'd order like four to six kilos at a time and just have it on deck. You've got to and, like churn it, haven't you, with proper peanut butter? Because yeah. all the oil goes to the top. Yeah. Got to like chew that, through it. Yeah. That. And then also in when I was in Australia, uh, there was a market and um, there was a place. Oh, fuck. What was it called? Oh, Moses and Co. And it was like a health food shop. And they just had a peanut, like they had a bunch of peanuts and uh, they had a machine, a peanut butter machine. There's peanuts oh. at the top. You slap it on, and peanut butter came out the bottom. Like all it did was take peanuts and grind them, and I was just that was. Yeah, man. I used, I had a, I had a thing. I used to take one of the, uh, when I was working at the um the wine shop, and I had a bit more freedom than working at the coffee shop. I used to go and get my coffee, and guys next door. Uh, drink my coffee, wash the cup. And then go down to Moses and Co. And they would just sort of like take my coffee cup, slap it under the machine, fill it up with peanut butter. And then I'd just be in the shop snacking on like peanut butter and celery, apple and peanut butter. Like, yeah, man. And it was it was the fact that you could take this cup that was cold and then they'd, they'd grind up the peanut butter and put it in the cup and it would warm the cup. The peanut butter would be warm from being ground and just, oh, mate. That was good shit. Uh, peanut butter, mate. It's, it's naughty. 
it's like it's hard to say no. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just everything you want out of a snack. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty, I'm gonna have to jump off. I am late and I need a whiz, but that's all right. No worries, mate. These things happen. Thank you, Senor. No. Gracias. Flavor. 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 Um, yeah, we'll fucking jump on again and put the world of rights. Kitty, yeah. uh, Kitty and Co. Volume yeah. two. <laughs> yeah, mate, it sounds good. Phoenix has legged it. She's had enough. Where's Archie? Mate, he's out. He's probably on the couch. He's been chilling on the couch. Passed out. Yeah, he's on. The- yeah, he's on the couch. My man. Probably got Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine on. Yeah. He's one of the boys, man. One of the boys. Nice. All right. I will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, dude. Peace. Thank you very much. Toodles.